0: Hey friends, so just a quick note about today's episode. Uh, Don't get confused. There is a section where my guest and I talk a little too much and we get cut off. It's a pretty smooth, eh, smooth smooth-ish transition, Uh, but don't, you know, don't freak out if the sound suddenly stops and starts back up again. We just put the two segments together. We were in between laughs. It's okay. I just wanted to let you know so you didn't think that you were tripping. With that, please enjoy the episode. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to a very long overdue episode of and Z's podcast, um, but you are in for a treat. I am here with one of this season's special guests. Um, we have been really excited to do this episode, but we couldn't because of our just incredibly conflicting schedules me with my new job and all of the adventures that I'm exploring, and my guest with all of his run-ins with all of your favorite celebrities and attendance at live shows in all of the big cities across the nation. Folks, I want to introduce you to today's guest, David. Hi, David.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I hate hearing people, like, talk about me. So (laughs) I'm like uh i am I'm, I'm truly grateful to be one of the guests thank you so so much
0: thank you for joining um like i said this was something that you and i have talked about uh, a, lot a lot in the past, in the past. and in my master schedule for this season this episode was supposed to come out you know not in june definitely in the april may uh vibe but hey it's okay because we're gonna make it happen regardless
1: absolutely so,
0: uh we are we're going to spend a lot of time talking about you. I know you just said it's uncomfortable, but sorry babe. Um and <laughs> well, I want to get into it. So, just to okay. recap for anyone who might be tuning in as a fresh listener, this season is back to the basics and so we're talking about all of the things that make us who we are at our core, the things that, you know, were really special and important to us as children and how those things show up in our lives if they show up in our lives today at our more mature and adult ages. And so David, you were really exciting to have for this season because I do think that you and your interests definitely shape obviously who you are as a person, but especially now the current professional journey you're on to me is is one that's very inspiring. And uh, I want to have you talk to the people a little bit about that. So please tell the customs these audience just a little bit about yourself and we'll take it from there
1: so i you call me on a really good day today because um one of the my favorite qualities about myself is that i'm a really hard worker mm-hmm. and i've always worked hard for you know like all my life i've always just wanted to make sure that like i wasn't the person like anybody needed to worry about and I think on the opposite of that, like, I've been growing and trying to become uh, just the person to make myself, like, the person that's going to make their younger self proud. And ever since March, April, I've kind of been on that journey. And I know we're talking about, you know, a little bit about myself and, you know, how I got to the place that I'm at today. Um, But it all kind of came from just david 10 15 20 years ago falling in love with music and the arts and visuals and all this like important you know like good things and the person that like was was molded and shaped to be the guy that i am today um and i say all that to say that i don't know if you saw my tweet earlier but like i am my own like i'm i'm my my own worst critic like
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am going to say that again just in case it was <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> One more time yeah,
1: I am my own Worst critic I truly am very hard on myself I'm rushing myself And I'm trying not to, to do that too much um, But I love music I love entertainment I love pop culture And Right now, I'm currently with iHeart Media as a promotion assistant, but I do everything in the building from helping winners, like primarily prize fulfillment, mm. but writing proposals for contests. And, you know, I do the COVID testing for everyone from The Breakfast Club and Team 100, like Elvis Duran, whenever they have guests, to KTU. So I really just like network and try to meet with everybody. Um, And I don't know, I think I'm funny. I laugh at myself sometimes. (laughs) And um, I'm very loving and I love nostalgia. And I think nostalgia has been like such a big part of, especially like the last like two, three years. Like everybody wants that feel of nostalgia and retro. Things are retro, are cool. Um, And that's kind of it. I was hoping to kind of talk about... um, you know, where we're both at in our lives right now. Cause I, it's, it's tough seeing everyone around you kind of like grow and do all these great things. And you're so like, you're like, wait, like when, when is my turn? Right. Like when is, Mm. when am I next up? Like, when am I going to be at that? And I think that's like where the point I am right now. And I'm tired of like, everyone's like, oh, you know, like things are coming for you. Things are are coming. Like, it's like, when, like, what do I have to do? You know, like (laughs) what's, what's next? um and that's 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 me i'm not really sure like how things are going or what my next step is but i'm moving in the right direction i love the flow of things i like going into the flow of things that's also like i say that's a nice bow on the the david package
0: wow and what a package it is (laughs) um (laughs) so thank you for that um before we go on i want to just address uh anyone who's listening with really good headphones you hear some action happening in the background, one, my apartment complex, there was a bit of a flood in our hallway. So the flood uh, fan is out and moving. So there's some white noise. And then two, uh, when David was talking, I had to take off some layers because it's hot in my apartment and I have not turned on my AC. So uh, apologies if you heard some things, but we're going to continue moving forward. So David, (laughs) you made a lot of really good points. So one, congratulations on everything that you just shared. Thank you. Two, um, as of this recording, David has celebrated a birthday not too long ago. So omg, happy birthday, David. Oh, great year. And I think that what you just alluded to as far as being on our respective journeys and kind of feeling like you want certain things to kind of pop off. Um, it can be challenging, especially if you know we're in this age of not to talk about social media like that, but in an age where you kind of are able to see a lot more of both the people who are directly in your lives as well as people who you know nothing about who don't know you personally. You get just Mm -hmm. to see the glimpses of other lives that folks are living. You hear stories about what people are doing. And yeah, it's very easy to feel like, okay, well, what about me? And you say that and I'm right there with you, but also, David you and I have had conversations specifically about your journey and even you, you know, shout out you at iHeart, let's go. Um, But you had a pretty, I would say, complicated uh, come up, I guess, for a lack of a better term, into this music and media and entertainment industry that you claim to love. Is there anything that you want to kind of speak to on that journey? Yes. Uh, especially in the last three years, like you said, for the, during the period where folks are craving nostalgia.
1: It's cause it's, you call it like a come up, but it's like, it's still not done for me. Right. Like I'm mm-hmm. still, you know, like in that transition period and it sucks because all I want to do is do all these different things. And I need to kind of tell myself like, Hey, like, is this the right route? Or, you know, like, this is kind of uncomfortable. Like, should I be looking at other places? And that's really, like, where I've been focused at. And, yeah, like, COVID sucks. It still (laughs) sucks. Um, And just, like, I I honestly think about all the case studies are going to be – that are going to be done at the end of, like, you know, like, 25 years from now Mm -hmm. when Earth is probably just, like, a blob. You know, (laughs) like, I don't know (laughs) – where where um, Noah is taking his ark? I don't know where Noah is building his ark, but I know that there was one. Something is happening somewhere on this this planet. Um, but like you know, like just in case we are still here and you know we're in things are looking at like how they are now, people are gonna be like, "Wow!" Like the people born from like ninety five, like the the nineties, the mid to late nineties, are really like messed up because we've gone <laughs> through so much in so little time. Like, think about, like, the past three years. We have lived through COVID, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, human rights issues, primarily women rights issues, Mm -hmm. um, and Black and brown people, everyone that isn't, um, um, everyone that, yeah, isn't white, we've lived through, uh, it's about to be, what, like, our second, we're kind of in our second recession now. You know, mm-hmm. everything is going up. I paid, literally just paid $70 to fill my tank when I would pay, Oof. you know, like literally two years from now, it would have cost me 30, you know, like same mm-hmm. car and everything. Nothing's changed. Um, and it's just a lot like that we've lived through and it's not done yet. I've been seeing all these things on my, my timeline that are just like, the price of food is just going up, and I'm in this town Facebook page of, of where I live, and all the small business owners are like, yeah, chickens, uh, 20 pounds of chicken cost me $40, and now it cost me 70 and I'm like, God, you know, <laughs> like, thinking about you know, how much it is to get a latte, like how it was two years ago. Now it's, it's doubled, you know, like, Chipotle's costs have gone up dramatically, and n- nothing's changed about the portions. Like, nothing has changed <laughs> about the menu, you know? So, right now, and all that to say, it's hard to do what you want to, plus being a minority, plus being gay, plus being in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry. So, we got out of school. Um, my mom is very stubborn. Everybody kind of in my family, other than, like, my aunt and my uncle, um. They're very, like, you need to do your time. You know, you may not be able to like what your job is, but as long as you're paying you to send the third. And I was like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. So immediately after, um, I applied for GameStop, right? And while I was in college, I was doing some internships at um, radio stations and... um. Different, yeah, uh, primarily radio stations. Uh, my last one senior year, like like second semester senior year, it didn't pay, but it was like 10 minutes away from the school, so I really didn't care. Um, and I it was what I wanted to do, right? So, like, it wasn't really anything that was that was crazy, like, I didn't find it crazy. Um, so we graduated, I worked at GameStop, I was there for a minute, and then um, September, I got a call to um be a kind of a contracted position at warner music group and that Mm -hmm. was really nice their team was awesome and um but i was working on excel every day like Mm -hmm. all on excel that's it not talking to people not really knowing what i wanted to do but i was on excel every single day and um at the end i did really well in my program because hello duh um, like and they they said they had if there was a job for me like they would have offered it to me but there wasn't one and I wasn't really pressed about it and then iheart called so I remember I won't forget the place that we graduated from their email my email went down for two days mm-hmm. and in that two days I got um, some things from Warner and um, the initial email for iheart so I was like wow can you imagine if that left like if that didn't go to the right like if I just didn't get it
0: mm-hmm. um
1: but anyway, so i've been there and then um i'll never forget it i was starting to do everything i wanted to do i was working at jingle ball and kind of had like a a moment of clarity or kind of my eyes opened when i was like working jingle Ball, the biggest concert of the holiday season in the tri-state area i mean everybody who grew up in new york new jersey connecticut knows what jingle ball is um I was on the floor. I had a pass and everything. And I had dreamed of, like, getting Jingle Ball tickets. And I was, like, finally there. Lizzo was, like, 20 feet away from me, shaking her mm. ass and, you know, like, having a whole moment. And everybody was on the phones and, like, not caring. And it was just the only people that looked like me were the help. And yeah. we'll, we'll get to that later, though. But, like, it was just, you know, like, I, I was there. And the week of St. Patrick's Day, it just got as funny sometimes, like how you like will place moments and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was stressing out Z because the week of St. Patrick's Day, everybody was talking about COVID and, you know, two weeks and the event before that, we gave out wet wipes to kind of like, all right, you know, make sure you wipe your hands down and ah, um, we were supposed to help out at the St. Patrick's Day parade and I couldn't because I had jury duty. And I'm like, oh, crap. How am I going to do jury duty and the St. Patrick's Day? And, like, they're saying COVID and stuff. So, naturally, none of that happened because COVID. And the two weeks turned into 18 months that we were off for. (laughs) Um, So, while I was off, like, while I wasn't working, I was working at Pliables. I was working at Amazon. I started delivering groceries. I was doing, like, everything in a little bit of field. I went back to GameStop. Um, I kind of like was doing everything because bills needed to be paid. Mm -hmm. Um, and I eventually had my first full-time position at this production company in Fairfield, New Jersey, the worst experience ever. I (laughs) truly do not want to go back. I don't dream about those moments ever. That was like, I talk about it sometimes as I truly like being the, like the lowest moment of my career. And, um, I was the only black person there, and my manager smoked cigarettes. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think it, less of anybody for smoking cigarettes, but like it's hard when your supervisor, like coffee, breath, and cigarette breath are the mm-hmm. worst. <laughs> now it's coming together, and it coming like coming from a straight white man. oh, like uh, <laughs> that's my hell. That is my hell <laughs> so, um. I was doing that. And I will never forget, like, my first late night Z. I, I, I was editing videos, right? And editing videos sucks. Like, I'm sure, like, editing, you know, music and your podcast would, like, suck. If you were doing it for somebody else and it was somebody's different direction, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I, I'm not one of those girls that can just, like, kind of take, you know, footage or clips that aren't clean and kind of put together, like, I need to, I'm I'm going to need some sense or direction or it's going to end up looking like how I want to look. <laughs> these people were executives, and my boss had shot things for Netflix and made all these outlines for all these different things. So he wouldn't have me make training videos, and I had no idea what direction. it Where I wanted to go is not what he wanted to go. So this man kept me working until 1130 at night. I didn't have a key at the time. So I had to cl- run cl- uh, put on the alarm from... Um, like the back of the building run all the way to the front to make sure it went off in time and then um locked it because we parked in the back so i was around fairfield new jersey walking around sketchy at 11 45 12 <laughs> And I said, "Yeah, this is not for me." Um, <laughs> and I eventually, I my dog passed away that a uh, Monday in July. I'm not sure the the day. I, I can't remember, and it's all probably for the best. So <laughs> the trauma doesn't come up. Um, but that Monday, my dog passed away, and that Wednesday, they laid me off over um, a Zoom call. And I just looked up the screenshot actually from um, when everything happened. And the girl that had my position, we had a sister location in Philly. And the girl that had that, like, um, had my position there, I told her, I was like, hey, I just got laid off. And she's like, oh my God, like, maybe you can talk to so and so to be a producer or come back. as, a, like a fill in or something. And I'm like, girl, shut up. Like, <laughs> what would <laughs> I in, in 20 years ever, like, shut up? And I kid you not, Z, she texted me and goes, hey, hey, I'm sorry, but this might be a really bad day for you, but it looks like you deleted. Um, when you deleted your account, some of our files went with it. Could you email so-and-so to get them back? <laughs> what did you say, David? I blocked her. I blocked her. Because <laughs> no matter what I was going to say, I was like, let me not say anything because it's going to mess up my, um, my payout that they're going to give me. So... <laughs> <laughs> i like didn't say anything i just remember just i i was just like thank god like this was a blessing that i needed but i was just so tired um and then you look at god plays tricks sometimes but mm-hmm. that saturday we were back at my um, heart cleaning up the garage and everything
0: mm. And not even not even a week huh
1: not even not even i had two days of rest maybe but I might like <laughs> i was breathing my dog so not even <laughs> right um, <laughs> and then i'm trying to think after that um from then on, everything kind of just was happened, and I got more and more responsibility. And come November, um, I started talking to, because I, I, I'm still part-time now, and I was like, I need money, I need bills, like I have bills and everything, everything's getting more expensive. So I talked to people in different departments, and everyone knew how great I was. So they started giving me more responsibility in my department now, and... I had to clean up all these different messes and everything and it went from doing like just promotions just street team stuff to covid testing and helping with proposals and stuff and it's really really good day like I have a lot of good days and I get home tired from work and I'm just so like just exhausted from emailing and making sure things are done but what I get to do is really cool and I find out about all these concerts and you know I cuz I i tell them like i tell them to you like hey like this is what happens and you know talking to all these reps and everything and it's really cool um and i'm just i'm i'm kind of i'm thrilled that like i get to be in this position and it's not where i want to end up but i definitely didn't think like what i'm doing like existed you know i didn't think about like when i was a radio listener i'm like oh wow there's someone that kind of has to like draft these up or post malone just announced their tour today like how do they decide how many tickets they give to so and so so yeah it's it's a lot it's very fun I like helping out at the events and meeting all these people um and I'm I'm kind of I'm like at a 7 to 8 out of 10 about like how how my job is now
0: 7 to 8 out of 10 is not bad especially for a a young bright 25 year old Mm -hmm. yeah it could be worse
1: it could be worse
0: listen and and I think you know at least relative to your experience you've experienced that worse right like you just talked about the production company and how it just was not (laughs) it was not working Mm -hmm. and you know yeah of course you're not at all where you want to be but I just think it's so I personally think it's so powerful every time you talk about how you were at high at iHeart prior to the vid Mm -hmm. and then enter pandemic and now you're not there anymore and you're finessing and finagling and now suddenly you're back uh, and you're doing you know, more than ever. And listeners, can I tell you that like, David will text me unprovoked. I'm minding my business, having a good day. Please. And he's like, oh, guess who I just saw? Oh, guess who I just ran into? Oh, guess who I just met? Who David? Oh, Normani.
1: I knew you were gonna say her.
0: Oh, Chloe Bailey just stopped into the office. Oh, did she? Oh, guess where I'm at right now? Where? Mm, Harry Styles concert, Madison Square Garden.
1: Really? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just, okay. it's funny because like, when I think I told you this, but like these big wigs, they and excuse my French, don't give a shit about anything. Like you so <laughs> like you see the um, one thing that I've noticed is like all these tickets that are available and up for grabs and everything, like, from these executives, they don't really care. They don't want to go. You know? like they, <laughs> they, They're like, I, I've seen this concert. I don't care about what so-and-so is performing. You know? Like, they're making me money. That's fine. But that's one of the biggest things that I've learned, too. It's like, just ask. And also, yeah, ask, just ask for everything, because people don't care. Look. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm fretting the wealth, always.
0: <laughs> Amen to that okay who was it? i think it was either Audre lord or my excuse me my angelou and you all can check me on the catch instagram but mm-hmm. uh one of those quotes is ask for what you want and be prepared to get it and that's uh, and that clearly is- david is not afraid of asking for the concert tickets that he wants no nope. because if i'm not mistaken you saw harry styles twice when he was at the <laughs> garden right
1: um he yes yeah right and mm-hmm. then um the super secret not super secret but su- super um exclusive show at um UBS arena
0: no of um, course yeah. the one night only no I remember
1: and I I took everything in me to not sell those tickets because <laughs> <laughs> I would have made a pretty penny but um <laughs> yeah no it's just fun it's fun
0: I just fact-checked myself, and it is, in fact, Dr. Maya Angelou who said it, so. Uh-huh. You knew. Um, no, right. Y- you got to know your brand. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and so I I wanted to, well, thank you, one, for sharing your, your story and your experience. And I think it's really important, right? You're able to identify, like we said already, this is not obviously where you want to end up, but you are, again, young, vibrant professional who's still, you know, at the very forefront of their career. And of course you're going to go far. You have no other option. Uh, but I wanted to know if you had any just any key takeaways just thus far in your experience that you could share with mm-hmm. anyone who's listening. So I know, you know, there are a lot of uh recent slash pending uh graduates who mm-hmm. do tap in to catch some Z's and are mm-hmm. feeling very, you know. The same way we felt when we graduated, and we didn't have a job lined up, and it was kind of like, "All right, well, what's next?" And then you're doing everything you're supposed to do. You're applying, and if you don't have, you know, the right network for what you want to do, slash, <laughs> if you don't know what you want to do, <laughs> there—that's also right. that. Uh, never mind entering a world that's still very much in a pandemic. <laughs> uh, just all of those obstacles that they don't prepare you for when you go get your your higher education degree. So any key takeaways or anything that you want to impart on the listeners or anything that you wish someone told you when you were just getting started or when you were in the thick of it, let's wow. say at your uh, production company in that job from hell?
1: <laughs> I, I'll i preface by saying, like going back to what I originally said, like the first thing, like me being my own worst critic, um, mm-hmm. I messed up on something that, like today. I found out Friday and I let everybody know Friday, but I messed up. And basically, like, we do proposals and everything, right? So, like, Mary J. Blige just announced her tour today uh, mm-hmm. with Ella May and Queen Naja.
0: Queen Naja? Or I thought it was um, the other young lady who's a songwriter. I thought her name was just Naja. No. But you know you know better than me.
1: No, Queen Naja, yes. Because I kept looking at the sign. I'm like, is this? Okay. You know, like. This okay, team, cool. The audience is, you know, I don't know. Right targeting but sure r&b right r&b you know like very (laughs) (laughs) this is not the grown hard r this is power
0: 1051
1: this is hot 97 (laughs) this is not 98.7 kiss fm you know this is not the same station you're listening to the steve harvey morning show on (laughs) um anyway how it works is uh and i've been like telling all my friends i'm like if i'm mansplaining it like let me know but they're all like no like Jv, we don't know how this works so i'm just like <laughs> i'm prefacing it um <laughs> the promoter comes to us and they're like hey um mary j Blige is getting ready on like go, going on tour like how would you guys like to support and everything kind of changed like oh we'll do x amount of tickets for x amount of like promos and stuff so they may say okay perfect here's 20 tickets for so-and-so right excuse me um here's 20 tickets for so-and-so then we you know give the tickets out to the listeners and then that's that so one of the some of the promoters can get a little bit difficult and we have someone that's coming he's a really big artist really old and um i'll tell you when we we get off um but i gave away too many tickets than what we had right Mm -hmm. And we had already talked to the promoter last week because we did that with another thing. Now, mind you, like I said earlier, I started helping out in this department like doing these heavy, like November, December. Um, the first time that we did it last week and we gave away more tickets than what we had, that wasn't my fault. The number just wasn't changed from the guy before me. And, you know, so that wasn't my fault. This one time it was. And there are a lot of like repercussions. And even though there's not as many people, um, there's just the people that cannot get tickets are very very unhappy um and we're trying to figure it out but just over the past like you know two days or so or I, especially today it's just been a lot of like David we can't kind of do this again um you know we have to be better we have to be double triple checking everything and I have been um but I just keep taking it personal and I keep messing like I'm like oh my gosh like I messed up. I did this, this, and this. Because in my head, I'm like, I don't want to cause problems. I don't want anybody to worry about me. I kind of want to have all my shit together so that I'm not one to worry about. When, Z, I'm a human, right? Like, (laughs) I am working 45, 50 hours a week, but I'm only getting paid for 30. Mm -hmm. I'm doing so much that I'm like, crap, like, I can make a mistake. Me and my coworker Maria, shout out to you, Maria, we've been cleaning up um, and helping out a lot of the department from other people's mishaps. And um, we've been kind of like been taking it and not really complaining about it. And I don't know why I'm taking this too hard. Like it was my, like, I, it's the end of the world. So I took Maria to kind of be like, David, like, this is not you. Like you made a mistake, but like you did everything you were supposed to, right? It would have been 10 times better worse if my boss had no idea what i was talking about if i right. kind of presented in him like oh like oh or someone complained and said hey what is this then it's like oh you know like i i messed up or i try to take care of it without it coming to you when i did the adult thing and i was like hey <laughs> i did this i found out i'm so sorry but like how can we fix it granted it might be an expensive fix i'm not paying for it but it might be an expensive <laughs> fix um <laughs> but it is what it is so I think my my whole advice is like realize like I, no matter how perfect you are no matter like you know the, how big the mistake is nor you know like wait how the good and the bad days remind yourself that like you can only do so much and you're 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 human I think about the people that came before me and the messes that I've had to fix and kind of you know get rid of we still have winners that are contacting us from 2019 that had no idea about their prize literally while all this stuff was happening with this ticket um nonsense i had to go and deal with another winner who won tickets to, to a broadway show who's now just writing asking about the show when it's closing on saturday <laughs> yeah all this time all this time and she's like hey what happened to my tickets we finally track it down after like me going on a, a, a chase for a half hour with paperwork and stuff And I'm like, girl, (laughs) today, today, I literally, like, Friday, we could have gotten it in. I'm like, today. So um, I would just say, like, just realize that, like, you are human, too. You're not perfect. Like, no one's going to be. And don't compare yourself to anybody else. Like, as cliche and as, like, Disney Channel 90s sitcom, you know it is? Like, just things are going to happen. You're not expected to be perfect and you know to not make any mistakes and um I've had this kind of word like voice in the back of my head saying like if you mess this up this is going to mess up other opportunities for you and I've kind of to kind of like stop and take a step back and say like or what if it doesn't? Hmm. Like or what? Like what is going to happen? Like hey this might if they say so and so about you know, this, how is that going to affect you? And Maria, my friend kept saying, David, like you did the best thing that you could. You let everybody know immediately so that they can kind of fix it and talk to the promoters. And that's it. What more? What else can I do? And I'm like, you're right. In an ideal world, this would not have happened, right? In an ideal world, I would not have made a mistake. I would not have had to contact my boss and, you know, they could kind of focus on other things. But things happen. The amount of fires, the amount of hiccups that I have saved greatly, greatly overlook this this mistake that I've made. Yes, it might be a little, you know, annoying, but it is what it is. And we're going to survive at the end of the day because we are. And that's that. Don't be too hard on yourself. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Um, And I mean that heavily. I'm kind of telling myself, like, David, if you don't shut the hell up and go to bed. You know, like it's it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a new day tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: None of this matters. Are people are gonna be mad that they're not gonna go see so and so in concert? Yes, but it is what it is. I'm one person. I'm doing the work, and you know, I'm do I'm doing the best that I can, and that's pretty much that. I I can't I I like I said in a better world it would not have happened, but for whatever God's plan was, um, it ended up working out because it always works out. It always does.
0: You're absolutely right about that. Thank you for, thank you so much for that moment of transparency. <laughs> um, I hear you and I see you. No, that was really good. Thank you. And I think, you know, that's definitely something I know that I, struggled with a lot in the past, and it's still something that I'm working on, but it's very important what you said, right? You know, tomorrow is another day, and that's just that, and people are, they're going to be fine. At worst, their feelings are going to be hurt. You know, at worst, your company might have to pay someone a couple extra dollars, Uh, but, you know, that's it, so, (laughs) and it pales in comparison, like you said, to all of the amazing things that you've done up until this point and all of the amazing things that you will do. And we are human beings. We are not perfect. And that's okay. We are going to make mistakes sometimes. And that's the point you right. learn from them. You grow from them. You keep it pushing. And that's fine. So thank you for sharing. That's really good. I hope all of my listeners who uh, needed a moment of inspiration received it.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> so some fun, seemingly random questions for you. Actually, before I even do that, uh, listeners, I do believe I mentioned in a very early episode that I was nervous about starting this podcast. Mm -hmm. And funny enough, quite literally, okay, so this podcast debuted in December of 2018. The first episode was recorded in May of 2018, but the idea was born and bred somewhere between September and December of 2017 and David was my RA in college for one of my years don't you know that when I came back from like Christmas break I was like I'm gonna figure out how to do this podcast thing and then boom David announces that he's doing a podcast he doesn't know that I'm thinking about a podcast and so I see this announcement on Instagram I'm like wow that's so cool and my initial thought was well, clearly I can't do a podcast now. Dave is going to think that I'm trying to, (laughs) no, I literally was like, Oh, I absolutely can't do it because he's going to think that I'm trying to copy him and take from his moment. Like this is innovative. He's the only person in real life that I know who has a podcast and who the hell am I to come up and be like, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast too. Like, are you kidding me? I was, there was a good like at least four to six weeks where I was like, well, (laughs) can't do that anymore. Um I'm glad I got over it, but <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you that, but no, I yeah, no.
1: Right your face and the amount, like I don't want to say I started the um podcast revolution on the campus, but like I will say <laughs> that um before it was just the same people doing it, right? Like there wasn't mm-hmm. just a, oh hey, like this is this or um you know Brittany and I couldn't start one it was just like hey like this is rock music or this is so-and-so's movies like right it wasn't anything for us it wasn't anything like oh like this has flavor right (laughs) you know
0: no so true and it made sense because you know you were a communication student and at the time I was a business student and so I'm like, no, duh, like, of course, and, you know, he's got the voice for it, and you actually cared enough to go down to, like, the radio station and the studio and use the equipment, whereas I, you know, famously recorded my first episode from a pullout bed on my mother's couch a week after graduation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, (laughs) you know, there was just a lot more commitment. I certainly was intimidated, and yeah, I was really about to not do this at all. I was like, no, of course not, like, you know, David doesn't know I'm thinking about this. How's this going? How's this going to look? Um, <laughs> like I said, I got past it. But anyway, thanks for your influence, uh, and now you're here, which is an amazing thing. But some fun questions for you, since you are uh, my resident entertainment and media mogul. Um, I want to get who is who is your favorite artist out right now as far not necessarily someone whose music you enjoy of course i'd like that to be included but who is just someone that you are just really you're keeping an eye on them you're waiting to see what their next move is you're interested to see how their career progresses who is that person and or group for you right now
1: i think the black boys have really been killing it in the pop game um obviously right like that's been that's that's been the moment he's been the moment but Mm -hmm. they like love khalid and i don't think that he gets that much hype because he makes like you know the music that we've all heard and literally Mm -hmm. wherever environment you've heard a khalid song um but his music hits and it's not like a he's one of the few black men and pop or men and pop in general that like makes relatable music right
0: Mm.
1: think about you know songs like justin timberlake rock your body i can relate to that i (laughs) can't you know like i'm not (laughs) i'm I'm not gonna be in a dance floor i'm not you know like 80s vibe i'm not doing lines off a table (laughs) like it's not john carroll to anywhere like i'm never going to relate to that but khalid makes music like, wow, I'm 18. I still live with my parents. They're not like yours. They're more understanding. I've never felt in love. I'm saving those feelings for you. Like, I'm like, oh, wow. I'm relating to that, and I'm 25. I'm 25, (laughs) you know? Like, and same thing with, like, falling in love and these crushes, and just like, I kind of want to dance and shake my ass and just not worry about work and things. Like, he makes that music for me. So I'm really, like, looking for... I'm on his... He's on my radar all the time. Um, wow. I'm trying to think. And Saucy Santana, for all the, you know, granted, he said some things about um, insert. We don't have to get it. We don't have to get no, into I'm it right saying, now. He here. But um, <laughs> who else? Like, who else is, is doing it like he is? Authentically himself, authentically loud and vulgar and shaking his ass. Like, he, he is, I'll always be a fan. And he's come out with four albums. He had four albums before the record deal. Like, how crazy, you know?
0: Four albums
1: before the record deal.
0: See, I didn't even know.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'd say on this, on uh, the same flow, Lotto Lotto's been really killing it for me too. Um, she's really entertaining. I think she has to find her lane a little bit more, but I think she's doing she's doing right. Those would say like the the three that are like on my mind. Like, hey, like you're you're. I stand, but I'm excited to see what's coming next.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, To get a little more, a little spicier, if you will, Mm -hmm. who are some people who came out the gate, in your opinion, of course, Mm -hmm. came out the gate kind of swinging, and now you're kind of like, hmm, well, uh, what's next, babe?
1: Can I be controversial? Please do. Um, Miss Doja. Oh, because tell us more. I think that she came out the gate, you know, like juicy say so. That was our summer. That those were our summer hits for the moment, right? Mm-hmm. She planned to do all these things, festival and stuff. She really like overworked herself, and you know she's quirky and loud. And I know she's trying to take um her summer off. And not saying she shouldn't enjoy herself. Not saying we were um owed anything but you just canceled your tour why are you tweeting about um mexican pizza in your hoo ha when you truly like <laughs> people need to get their refunds because of you you know like I'm, I'm 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 really like i love her and i'm very glad like i'm very excited to see what's next i don't know if there's going to be a next anytime soon um but i'm like huh I think you need to be resting. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> you need to be resting, not on TikTok live, miss.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: I, I I like I said, I love you know how, how we say in Doja. We you know that. Um and I'm really like, I'm I need one thing that I hated about quarantine was the the shock drop and the promo um singles that didn't make Mm -hmm. it anywhere um rumors is a great example um Um, by by Lizzo and Cardi mm -hmm. um and I'm saying like all the rap girls because that's been on my head um who uh uh girls in the hood especially like that whole Megan's debut album got kind of got paid to dust a little Mm bit um nikki i don't think released anything but just you know like what what's next for everybody like what are we waiting for what's next that's all i want to know
0: okay okay Mm -hmm. i will save my doja comments until we are one-on-one okay uh, because i am a hop skip and a jump away from being a full-fledged dan
1: i know you Um... are you (laughs) are it's not like i think we're used to you know um the 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 normani comments the chloe comments i'm over that right now like i'm very like much excited for like we're outside what are we doing (laughs) yes what's next but no
0: it's true it's it's what's next is the question i just you know maybe her taco bell deal you know is just she still has some posts to make and that's why she's on twitter tweeting the way she's tweeting um otherwise vocal rest i don't know i'm gonna move on um (laughs) (laughs) and what if you had your way if you were on either the campaign team for a, a rollout if you were on just the general management team of an artist or even a a film or any just anyone in the pop culture sphere. And if you had full creative control over how it went out to the people and how it was received and just what it looked like for anyone, is there any current project or any current personality that you're like, ooh, if I could just get my hands on you and have my way, creatively uh what would what would that be for you
1: i think about when i think of like a rollout i think of bangers 20 miley cyrus Mm. girls like to talk mess and you know cultural appropriation blah blah blah. who else was doing it like her (laughs) if you have an answer no
0: no i'm letting you speak oh
1: (laughs) okay um who i truly who else was doing it like her she had everybody talking talking sold out arenas videos crazy as hell just goofy wild but the vocals were there that is that is everything from the oh mike will is making this pop single babe to i'm working with your favorite rappers i'm smoking weed now I am going to do whatever I want to do, and y'all are just gonna have to eat. And and I'm I'm I'm, I'm I've never been more full. I've never been more full. I I truly ate buffet buffet style. <laughs> um, so when I think about the tours, I think about the musical performances. I think about like just the people aren't making videos anymore; they're making visuals. Like I I want that. Um, but if we can go back to, I think that was perfect. Right. I think that was, that was fantastic. But if we can go back to an era where I would have done everything kind of a little bit differently. Um, or I'll give you, before I answer that, I'll give you another example of um, someone that I like too, um, Taylor with 1989, right? Taylor Swift with, with 1989. She really took Mm -hmm. over the whole New York, like, oh no, I'm, here's my commercial with Target. Here's my line with Keds. Here's my Starbucks. Here's my, um, I, I, I love New York now. I'm the global travel ambassador for New York. Girl, what is that? What is a globe? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Gaga is the, you know, creative director of Polaroid. Huh? You know, like, <laughs> like what is, but we ate it up. We ate it up. You get off the subway. Sometimes you are "Welcome to New York." I'm like, "Oh, that's that's Taylor." Like that, she had the money was long. The money was long. She gave us everything during that era. But if I could kind of have creative direction for one release that that um has been out already, a hundred percent um reputation by Taylor Swift, I think it deserved a little bit more than what we got from it. I would have done. I like the teasing. I like the whole quiet on on um. Social media, I liked all that, but I think that we could have just done a little bit more of um, more visuals, you know, like more experiences. Like, oh, no, this is I'm going, like, the tour was great, the sets were great, this, you know, the music was great. Um, I would have done a little bit more creative control and um, a little bit more adult themed, like, because that's the, the look that she was going for. I would have done a little bit more of that, but I think. One of my favorite things about artists and like music is seeing like what comes from these these new releases, right? Like what makes an era? Because obviously we think about Beyonce and we think about um, I think about Taylor during them because they're really like complex and everything has of change, but. Now, like one of one of the things that I've noticed, and Beyonce said this, you know, everyone's releasing singles. It's not about albums anymore, it's just about singles and making things quick. And some of the best albums, I think, over the past couple of months or so. And we talked about this all the time, Z. Mm-hmm. That what happened? Montero came and left. Planet Her came and left. Certified Lover Boy. Tell me when that came out. Uh uh, so, September. Yeah, I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> so I'm we, guessing. Yeah, but no one's doing that anymore. So I would definitely, maybe even Drake too. of uh, He definitely wouldn't listen to me. He would do whatever he wants. But like <laughs> yeah, having that control that direction over it. I was um, right. September third. Say like sure yes, and but it feels like it, it. It doesn't even feel real. Like it doesn't feel like it happened. No, um not for me. No, but think, you know, with like The weekend kind of like he has eras now, right? Mm-hmm. But like, okay, you know, like it's, 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 okay, you're working with Amazon. Wow. How are you going to have it? You know, this isn't for, this isn't the pop, uh, pop podcast, but it's, it's, I really like when people put their all into something, they're working with sponsors, they're working with brands, they're working with, they're making these deals, to put forth the notion and, you know, to get everybody excited. So, yes, I'm a, I'm an era's gal.
0: I love it. And that was a fun little exercise, which, like I said, we will talk about separately oh, when mm-hmm. we come off. But I think that, you know, all of the passion, everything that you just put behind all of these answers, th- that's what I'm talking about. So, you know, you are still very much at the beginning of your journey, which is fine, but people... I'm sure people feel similar to you as far as, oh, like this error was great. And I wish this person to X, Y, Z, but I really do believe that, you know, you're feeling it from a very different place, from a place of if you did in fact have the opportunity, you would be putting that work in, in order to make those things happen. And if I can use my platform to talk down on others (laughs) for a moment, (laughs) um, I I talk to, right. Thank you. I talk to my friends all the time. I tell you, I I just told a bunch of my, my, my homies this week alone, you know, you all and myself is included in this. You all are doing things that are just really incredible and really powerful. And the more I go about this world, the more I learn and realize that. Y'all are just, y'all are just built different, just straight like that. And this is a great example of that for me because yes, I can go on the internet and I can pull like 18 random people who feel the same way you feel and say the same things. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they're not putting in the type of work and the time that you're putting in, in your actual job, as well as outside of your job role to, to make these types of things happen. You know, they are restricted 100% to their keyboards and their internet. And that's that's the most work that you're going to get out of them. Exactly. Whereas someone like you, you are quite literally every day doing this type of thing. And even when you weren't, you were still working towards it and taking steps that were not very glamorous and that were very trying and very difficult in order to get there. Exactly. And that's the difference. I just saw a tweet just moments ago before we got on the call. And it was like something to the effect of, you will go 90%. Oh, I'm going to mess it up, but you're going to go farther than 90% of people as long as you don't quit. It doesn't even necessarily matter at that point how well you do certain things, but most people are going to quit before they begin to see any kind of return on investment. And so just the mere fact that you stuck it out is going to eliminate a lot of competition and after that point yes you do need to make sure that your skills are up and you know you're doing good work and what have you right. but there are just a bunch of people who are not even going to get to any meaningful position because it's just too much and they just don't have it in them to, to keep going and when i talk like this <laughs> my friends and i joke this is us getting into like our republican bag <laughs> uh, <'cause laughs> Because it can, you know, can sound very bootstrappy and, you know, put the work in. And blah, blah, blah. And, and I do mean put the work in and be disciplined, but right. be disciplined and be accountable for your actions. Right. And be mindful and aware of what your resources are, what they aren't. You know, we can get very caught up easily in trying to do certain things like other people are doing it whole time. Those other people have an incredible network of support and resources that we simply do not have access to. And now we feel stupid because we're not performing the way they're performing. Duh, we don't got the same support. Um, but you, and I would like to say the people that I surround myself with, are, are willing to not, you know, not sacrifice their well-being or anything like that. No, But we are willing to kind of see the long game. And understand what our role is. And to that extent, you know, I would disagree with, you know, the family members of yours who are like, stick it out because there's a difference between sticking it out for like the sake of discipline and because you know that by doing this really unsexy step, you're going to get to the sexy results you're looking for right. versus sticking it out in some type of weird allegiance to either people or an institution or a system that has no intention of serving you and you're only doing it to make other people feel good like no let's let's dead that and so i I, say what
1: no i'm just like and that's why i've been like what if i don't like that's really like (laughs) on my my spirit heavy like ever since you know my dog passed away i've just been like what if i don't want to do this or what if i don't do this yeah what if it does turn out okay what if it doesn't like you know not so much what if it doesn't but like what if it what if it does and when um, I was trying to quit the production job, my family and I were talking, and they were like, "You just can't quit. You can't up and leave and do a no no call, no show, and quit." And I'm like, "Yes, I can. <laughs> like, I don't owe anybody anything. I don't owe these people that have been treating me like garbage for the past like two to three months. You know, the past 100 days that I was there for, they're not owed a thing. I just have to give them their stuff back so they don't bill me. But that's that. Like this whole." You, know, you have to be loyal for the company that you work for, and you know you have to build your your um, community, and people have to trust you. I'm like every time I think about that, I go on. Uh, and there's this TikToker that I have to block because she's, um, I I, I I on paper Z she's amazing. She's like black. She works at Google, I think. She lives in New York, and she goes on dates. I don't know if you. I see her date videos like all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting jealous of you because I I can't let li- like I I nothing about this is uh, me watching you. Like that's not inspiring me to do better. It's just making me jealous. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just like. Every time I see like, oh, you know, you just have to work hard. You have to do this and that. I'm like, there are people on TikTok that are in tech, these finance bros that work, what, maybe two, three hours a day and are making six figures a year. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they don't like what they do. I'm sure they might get bored. Like, why can't I like what I do and also get paid well? That's not, I'm not asking for too much.
0: That is so real. <laughs>
1: I I agree,
0: and the loyalty piece is also something super important because you know in my personal relationships, you know loyalty is one of my my absolute biggest values. Um, but yeah, not when it comes to like like you said, these jobs that don't uh, care, right? And I believe I was talking to my mom about it. I was talking to some other people. Or reading stories maybe somewhere online and folks were just kind of comparing their job experiences anywhere between like the 70s and even really up until the 2008 recession. Uh And how you could say things like job loyalty because it actually meant something and it was a mutual relationship. So it wasn't just me as the employee being loyal to my job, but my job was also being loyal all right you know once a month every month i'm taking everybody out and we're gonna go do this excursion and lunches on us dinners on us whatever uh you know staff bonding and it's like a new experience that no one's ever had before and it made them feel special and then you know yearly bonuses cost of living adjustments that actually made sense right and you know things like that and then you know culturally things changed and so of course things shifted and uh you know, we can also, well, we're not going to have that conversation now, but we could talk about some of the laws that also went into place, some of the laws that, you know, kind of got pushed to the back burner that also contributed to these changes. But now, yeah, it is very much employee do X, Y, Z. And I don't care if, you know, you're happy about it. I don't care if you go home and you start self-medicating. I don't care if you actually can't pay your daily living bills off of the job that, you know, we're paying you to work, even though we expect all of these things from you. And so, yeah, job loyalty right now is kind of in the gutter uh, for the most part in a lot of places. And I talk about this all the time with my peers as well, you know, when they're like, I don't want to leave a job. I just got here, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, that job is the direct source of Daily or weekly panic attacks, their health is now suffering actually both physically and mentally. and they're also not able to provide for themselves and or their families. And so all of these things, one hundred percent are gonna impact how you show up at work, but work then wants me to give one hundred and ten percent off the basis of, oh, we're a family. like I'm is kidding. this how your family treats you? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, everything you said just, i agree 100
1: good it feels good to be valued and heard
0: <laughs> it definitely does and I, I i will have another question before my final question for you um but i want to speak a little bit to your perseverance um, especially just like within these last five years, you're a relatively fresh graduate. You're trying to enter into this industry that is very competitive and does actually have a pretty high barrier to entry for people who are not connected. And you got in, were spit out by the pandemic, <laughs> and then found your way back. Oh, <laughs> find your way back. Um and Yeah. It's not easy to do that. And of course, you know, I have the privilege of having been on the other side of that journey with you and hearing your experience and the highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. And I just think it would be really good if, you know, whatever you're willing to share, but just about how you kind of just how you got through that and what it feels like to now be here. So kind of on the other side of all of that particular stress but still with a whole lot more to go not stress but like just a journey to go
1: (laughs) I just did lose sight of what I wanted I was like okay um I know I want to do this and I know I want to meet all these people and I just kept meeting all these really cool and interesting people and that's one thing that they tell you about networking is no matter how many videos you watch no matter how many LinkedIn courses you take you just have to do it and then it gets <laughs> right like <laughs> you never meet someone that's like oh all I want to do is network because that's weird like <laughs> you just have to you just have to meet people and then make it casual and there's a new person that joined our team and that was the the first piece of advice like I gave her like don't, especially in media your conversations never want to seem forced, right? Mm-hmm. There's a host, um, Josh, on Z100 um, who I love and I like was a fan of his content when he started at Z100 and I was like oh I really want to meet him like I want to be nice to him, I want to like get to know him and we just started talking like casually and now I can call him when I need anything, like I appreciate his, his friendship um same thing with Crystal. Like, I thought she hated me when she first came here, but she's really cool. And um, she's turned out to be one of my bestest, like, best bestest friends, please. Best friends. <laughs> um, because she's just honest and she's 100% herself. But, like, I just knew, like, it, it it was part of the networking. Like, I would see her and our crafts would cross and I would check on her whenever she would, like, at our events and everything. And that was that. Um, But I just never lost sight about what I wanted to do. Uh, And we talked about, I think, before those other conversations started where I was getting these um, more responsibility at iHeart, how I would be applying for all these different positions and I would Mm -hmm. make it to the final round and the money wasn't good enough for me to say yes. Granted, it was full time and kind of like salaried and everything and benefits, but for what I would be doing, like it sounded good on paper, but I would have, the work would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just said, like, this isn't enough for me to to leave. Um, so I'm still not exactly where I want to be in my job. I there needs to be a couple conversations. And I know they're not hard. But I'm sorry, they're not easy conversations. But I have started having having them with the people that are in charge to kind of say, like, hey, I need this. You know, I need to move out of my house by the end of July. I need to and I'm going to be living by myself or living with with um Brittany. It was my really good friend. And you know, that cost of living is, is going up, <laughs> you know, I'm paying, I used to pay like 300, um, to my mom for rent every month, literally like now it, it's, it's a grand on top of that mm-hmm. on top of bills, on top of like furniture on top of food. We talked about, you know, earlier about how food is getting like really crazy expensive. So mm-hmm. it's just like not losing sight of that. Is there going to be a time where I'm going to have to leave or something or not something, but, um, where i'm gonna get paid well somewhere else absolutely but as of right now um it's good things could be better but i'm starting to make that process of of going to not real not losing sight of the finish line
0: that's beautiful thank you so much for that of course my favorite parts (laughs) of what you just said (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where you just have to do it regarding networking, but also literally everything. Literally, everything. Uh, I also liked just getting to know people. I think so much the way networking is presented can feel very, you know, transactional and just, right. and to a degree, it is, especially if that's your end goal. But I find so much value. Like, I don't particularly like going to networking events unless, of course, they're you know curated. Really well, and there's no. a lot of intention behind it.
1: But not to cut you off, but like the same audience is like at every single networking event,
0: also. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, how many sure. times are we going to do this song and dance before we actually like talk about right. what the matters? Mind. So <laughs> there's that, and I also find value with just actually talking to people, not even for the whatever potential end goal I might have, but just because they seem cool, I was at a networking event and there was this girl who she walked by me and I just thought she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, you're gorgeous. <laughs> Can you just tell me who you are and like what what you've got going on? And now I follow her on Instagram and she follows me back and we're like mutuals. But into- she also huh?
1: No, it turns into a bigger thing, right? Like- right.
0: And it turns out, right, she's doing some really cool things in the community. And so I haven't been able to support just yet because, you know, again, my you know, the way our schedules are set up, because we're just so busy. Sure. Um, but it's, you know, we, we interact and it's great and it's fine. And that's how I've been, you know, doing my thing. And it's actually been turning into more meaningful relationships. It's not just, oh, I have this contact and, you know, I'm going to use them for whatever. No, it's... That girl was gorgeous and now I get to see her actual feed on IG and be in her comments going crazy because I told her she was pretty and I meant it and now I get to see it all the time. So I'm still winning, just not in the way that you, know, you thought you were going to win when you went to the networking event. Exactly. And so thank you for that. And also the part about, I think it's also really powerful. You talked about you're having the conversations you need to have in order to level up, but you're also saying no to the things that are not good enough for you just straight like that and it can be very scary especially for those of us who come from backgrounds or experiences or what have you where we're just not encouraged to go for gold and ask for more and demand more even and that's also something i know i've been working on so for you to be having the conversations with all of the right people and they're simply not saying the right things and instead of you being like okay well i guess this is okay you're like, no, actually, this doesn't make sense for me to move forward with. Thanks for the opportunity. I'm gonna go. Because all that's doing is now priming you for the opportunity that is in fact going to knock your socks off. But so many of us, and you know, myself included, whether it's with jobs, whether it's with relationships with people, like how many times have you had to actually like break up with a friend or something like that and not done it because, oh, well, you know, like, no, sometimes you need to cut the fat you know and focus on what's important and don't get distracted with other things just because we're primed to accept just what's given to us because we're not encouraged to be uh, ask for more and go beyond the expectation so shout out to you for doing that cuz that's a very big deal
1: and it took me you know a while to kind of get here like that's why i was like okay well i it's tough i don't want to ask for more and then it's kind of like well you should be happy with what you got it's like hey like i've been doing a lot and i really need money (laughs) i need to say like i need to live and you know and i i love what i do but i need to to just do i just need to be compensated and um but then the things from earlier that I was talking about, like the mistakes, are they going to use that against me? Are they going to say, "Oh wow, like well this and this and happened"? And are they going to focus on the cons rather than the pros? But I just don't think about it. I think about what if they don't, mm-hmm. and that gets me back on my way.
0: And there you have it. That's mm-hmm. incredibly powerful. I've said it before on this platform. I've said it in person. I will say it again, just in case folks haven't heard me. My one of my new mantras when people are in my face worried about what so-and-so was going to do or how this is going to be looked at, I ask them and myself who is going to beat my ass about it.
1: Truly, truly. And the
0: answer is a resounding nobody. No one, no one. Therefore, I'm going to go ahead and do what I was going to do because 10 times out of nine, I know what I'm talking about. There's a reason for why I'm doing it and it's going to make all the sense in the world if people just let me do what i need to do.
1: There you would not have had the you wouldn't have had the opportunity to do it if it wasn't yours. If you if Yeah, you wouldn't have had you wouldn't have had the opportunity if you were going to fail.
0: You know, and even if i do fail, okay. I did it.
1: <laughs> and that's that.
0: Right. So, okay. This has been a great conversation thank you so much of course um i have been posing a question to the audience per episode Mm -hmm. this season and i'm going to ask you this question that is also going to the listeners but you david how do you determine where it is that you belong whether it be in work Hmm. and or just in life
1: I find places that I'm comfortable in. Being mm. comfortable is so wonderful, and finding people that you could be yourself around, finding opportunities and venues that you could do wherever at, and know that people are going to appreciate you. There's no like other feeling like that, right? Um, at my job, I'm always I'm there's people in sales that like love me. There's people that sounds terrible. Wait. There's people in, you know, sales that are like they really like like me for who I am, right? They they talk to me and I have no, I don't know what they're talking about, but I'm like, <laughs> all right, hey, like just cool, come on with Wall Street. Um <laughs> You know my bosses i'll just I'll try to talk to them, and even though I may have given them bad news or even though they might have given me bad news, I'm like so and so, why are you 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 look like a snack today like you're you're an icon, you know like <laughs> let's let's talk about your your outfit today because you're you're giving Rihanna a run for their money, like you know <laughs> like, but it's they make me feel comfortable um and i just just do not want to feel left out. I don't want to feel like I'm a burden to anybody or I'm bothering people. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing that I've really been heavy on, especially at work, too, because if you notice, I oh, no, I think we talked about how I met somebody. I was really excited to meet somebody, and I worked for their, like, at the event, and I got the egg. Um, Yes. Yes. Um, I was kind of, like, a last-minute thought to that event, and I ended up doing a lot more than i should have and at the end of the day i was exhausted and i didn't clock the hours because i was like oh you know whatever and we were talking about it um and one thing i'll say that i was supposed to work an event for um an artist that you mentioned earlier their album had just come out and or it was coming out um and there was an event that we were like a part of and it was kind of good like it was going to be in a really exclusive thing and um I wasn't invited. I got asked for my input about some things, but I wasn't invited. And at the end of the day, I was like, oh, I'm going to go anyway. And I got a call from my boss telling me not to go. Like, hey, like, the guest list is really tight. Don't show up. Like, you know, I'm sorry. It's it's not going to work. And that was really embarrassing. Like, imagine getting, like, I wasn't invited, but I just wanted to go and kind of just show my face and kind of hang out. But getting told, like, hey, like, it's going to be too strict. Don't show up. I work there. What do you mean? (laughs) no and then the next day we're kind of like don't take it personally you know whatever but I saw a tiktok while I was um on the bus home and it said don't invite yourself to places do not extend the invitation if one wasn't extended for you if I if I was meant to be there I would have been there Hmm. if I was meant to show up I would have came if I would have known about it, then if I, if I was needed to know about it, then I would have. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've been heavy on, going back to being comfortable, going back to, oh, this isn't right for me, going to, oh, like, I don't know. I don't know about so-and-so. Um, and that's that. There's a reason why, you know, people are like, oh, like, I, I just want to make everyone feel comfortable around me. And I don't, I, I want to be myself. In front of everyone, family, friends, going down to the interns, to the CEO of my company, going down from like the junior salespeople to the head of sales. You know, they all know me for me. You know, like I can do shots in front of them and everyone's like, Ah, David, you know, I'm not like putting up. I hate when people act different. (laughs) <laughs> um, and it's so interesting because you, you talked about friendships and how like you had to cut a couple people off because they weren't on the same time as you, right? And one of my struggles I and I'm very grateful for your platform, Z, because I realized like I spent more time talking about the positive in, the positive moments in my relationships and my life over the past couple of years now than the negatives. And while I'm looking back on it, like this this is a great platform for that. Because I'm reflecting and I'm realizing, like, hey, things have been good. I'm not worrying about, like, oh, I made another mistake or, oh, I really effed that one thing up. Like, no, I'm – everything is – it's a retrospect. It's not oh, like shit. a – you know, it's it's – you're allowing for all this positivity and great things to, to come from. And we're not talking about the bad things. We're talking about the the good things. Of course, I say that going into something bad. <laughs> and, then, and then um, what happened was – I, um, a real good friend of mine from eighth grade, um, got a girlfriend and he, he hasn't, him and I weren't like, we haven't talked in in about, it's going to be like nine months at this point. He's missed a lot of the really important moments of my life that, um, I really needed him for
0: mm.
1: good and bad, but I realized that we were just on, we're, we're on different time. You know, like there's so much that I could do, and I don't want to be the David that was too available to people. I don't want to be the David that was like had to be a people pleaser, make sure that everybody um, was taken care of. Um, I wanted someone to just be like, "Hey," but David, like you're 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 serving everybody else's plate, but you don't even have your utensils open. Oh, your cloth isn't in your your your, your lap. Mm. You're still on that bottle of water that you had when you walked in. So right. That's why I'm like, oh no, you're absolutely right. Everybody can eat, but just make sure all the 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 plates are spread out. Let's make sure like the food, there's a there's a heap and portion for everyone, plus seconds, because I like mm. to eat. So <laughs> okay. you know, like I, going back, I just wanted to make sure everybody was comfortable and I'm comfortable around, my like, everyone. Um, yeah, every, everyone is comfortable around me and I'm comfortable around everyone. But I just don't want to bend over backwards anymore. I don't want to, hey, just checking in when I'm always checking in. I don't want to, oh, Dave, you need to do this, this, and this, when it, it, it's it's always been me. It's always been me texting first. I just didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I'm grateful for the relationships in my life and um, the situations that have put me through things that have just truly made me stronger for the, you know, better, more better than worse. Um, but I've been really heavy on, if I'm not invited, I'm not going. And if that's not sitting well with me, then I don't want to do it. I'm I, I, I don't want any parts of it. And... As his grandmother said, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Nope, that's it. There's nothing left to be said. Thanks, everyone. No, uh, <laughs> no of course. Um, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that answer. That is your story, and I'm not going to try and change it. And as someone who also loves to eat <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like loves to eat mm-hmm. i want to thank you for your sentiment because i too believe that we all can eat
1: we all can it might be at different tables but everyone's eating
0: everyone's eating i know for me and my people you know we we ran out the full restaurant
1: right exactly it's a it's a five course experience different cuisines
0: with a cleansing soup in between to cleanse the palate
1: can't forget the um little hand towel
0: you know what i'm saying very much princess diaries (laughs) Mm one um correct no No, thank you so much for all of that thank you for joining me on today and thank you for heeding my call and (laughs) no because we're literally closing out and that's really funny so All I was saying was thank you for (laughs) thank you for saying all the things that you said and it was great. And you being the glamorous jet-setting diva that you are, me being the glamorous jet-setting diva that I am. Our schedules schedules were not trying to support this collaboration, but we did it and we're here. And it's going to be out and everyone's going to love it. So thank you so much for your participation
1: of course absolutely thank you for having me um I love and appreciate you um I'm just glad that uh it's our time like we've been on the same time Mm -hmm. for a while now and it's not just like I think about oh I'm going to so-and-so and and I'm, I'm 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 have this, this, and this to do. And I'm like, how am I going to make, you know, Mark Juan's graduation party next weekend when I have to work at an event? I'm going to make it work though. Right. But it's just, I am very excited and I appreciate this platform that you have. And Uh I can't, I'm so glad that um, it's your passion project and you've all the good things that you have put in and, um, it's all. It's been coming back to you, and it's just as things happen for you. I'm. Um, I'm just truly excited to see it. And I. I hate saying like, oh, I love that for you, because I think it's like it's very passive aggressive. Like, why can't you- <laughs> I love that instead of just I love that for you? Like, no shit, you love it for me. Like, you know? <laughs> but I. 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 I love it, and I'm so glad, excited to be in your fan club.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. Thanks. I feel the same. And this is why, this is why I say I quite literally have the best friends in the world because I just genuinely feel this way about all of my homies.
1: Absolutely. Because you
0: all give me a reason to. It's not, I mean, granted, (laughs) I am quite passionate about my friends. So I would probably throw blind loyalty to you all just off the strength of our relationships. But you also do all have something to to make me want to latch onto outside of... The already fantastic relationships that we have. So, you know, I uh, can't wait till you are running the basically the media for the country. Uh,
1: so that's exciting. <laughs> to freedom. <laughs> yeah. To freedom. Uh huh. Mm hmm. <laughs>
0: Okay, I think I'll wrap it there so that way we don't get cut off again.
1: Okay. <laughs> um,
0: David, thank you so much for joining and come back anytime. Of
1: course.
0: It's only up from here and I hope that the listeners enjoy. Do you have any socials that you want to drop for the people so they can connect with you?
1: this point this year, I'm going to be off private on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you've noticed that i just don't care about posting <laughs> like <laughs> i i to be i will post on instagram and not look at the the traction and stuff like i it was my birthday like last week and i haven't looked at the people that commented and, and liked and, and everything because I, I don't care um <laughs> but as i take more trips and more adventures and stuff i'm getting back into like no like you should post because like people are gonna go and like I'm um, i'm like oh okay fine like i absolutely will um all that to say it is um david montague underscore yes my insta is david montague um with an underscore um m-o-n-t-a-g-u-e underscore i've been trying to get like the montague handle on instagram forever but the guy that uses it like it's active so i'm not going to to have it maybe when like when i get famous i can like buy it off of them um and then what else? Twitter is the Montague home. Same thing. I wanted Montague on Twitter because the guy that... Let me see. Where, whoever, like, has it hasn't used it in, I want to say, about a decade or so. So I, it's it's getting to the point where it's like, like just let me buy it. Um, or just let me have it. Um, he hasn't... The last time that he tweeted was March 20th, 2009. So, until I... Right, until I'm friends of Zuckerberg. No, that's not who owns Twitter. Um, Mr. Musk. I can't... Um, it's, right now, it's just uh, the Montague home.
0: That is Montague, like, Shakespeare, for those of you who know.
1: Period. Mm-hmm. Um, period.
0: <laughs> I have a similar challenge with my personal IG, and I'm not going to get into it, but... um. Just know I'm right there with you because she hasn't used the account since 2012. So what is the point now? 2022, but that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about you and your wonderful contributions to this episode. Thank you so much. And I just hope that you have an amazing week and we'll talk soon. Um, But thank you so much for sharing the intricate details of your journey and giving some inspiration to our wonderful, smart and sexy listeners.
1: Thank you so much. If I could just end on something truly just, if you ever think about like the worst case scenario, just say, what if it works out Mm -hmm. and take that? That's all.
0: You think about the worst case scenario. Take a gander at the best case scenario, too.
1: As well. Why not? Why not? Life is too short.
0: You know? And usually what ends up happening is somewhere nice and in the middle.
1: (laughs) And that's fine. And that is absolutely fine.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Thank you for that, David.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Alrighty. Talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you later. Good night.
0: Good night. So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you to everyone who made it this far all the way to the end. Thank you again to David for joining. And don't forget to check us out on the Catch Some Z's Instagram, the Catch Some Z's Twitter, the Catch Some Z's Cinematic Universe. There is a link tree where you can reach everything uh, in the show notes, or you can just head over to the Catch Some Z's Instagram and click the link in our bio for more. So thank you all and I will see you on the next one.